Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is On the Block with Drinkin' Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Right back for three. He's going to go out of here. That's the big eight. Middle school basketball coaching legend and youth basketball shooting coach in my Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Maryland's Food for the Soul. This is Block with Strick and Austin. Welcome to it on Strick's favorite day of the week. What Thursday, is it today, Stricky? Thursday, thir- th- 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 Thursday. Thursday. Yes, sir. It's time. We are about two and a half hours away from that. So hold your horses. That'll come up during old school. We're on the block. He's Eric Strickland. I'm Austin Norman. If Megan waves her left hand, you can see she's in here as well. <laughs> um, brought to you by Mary Ellen's, like the open set, 27th and Pine <clears throat> Lake in that little strip mall there. Nice location, beautiful location, easy to get to. Just a couple simple left turns to deliciousness. Straight up deliciousness. It's back open through the weekend. Lunch buffet, Southern Sweet Heat wings, sides. Try it all. I was out yesterday, and there was a purpose and a reason to that. There's still soreness uh, running through my uh, jawline, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's going to hinder me from taping, uh, and not taping, but tapping in on some of the chicken wings that I really want to bite down on. Seth so Carroll put it in a blender for I'm you. Wait a <laughs> right, that would be quite tasty. Uh, yeah, it's going to take me a second, but trust and believe I'm going out to Mary Ellen's uh, real soon. You should as well. You'll see Stricky there. I'm just hoping I can get rid of this pain <laughs> in the jaw. That's all. Yeah, how, how you feeling today? Any little sore, today? a little sore today, a little sore. Um, they gave you some good stuff to kind of try to mitigate and stay ahead of it, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. Is this okay? Level of soreness. Is this like after an average game? After you played a physical team, where, where does that rank on your your post game soreness? Yeah, I would say just after a back to back, just just sore, throbbing. Uh, you know, kind of just in the zone a little bit, like you know much mind what i would say sometimes just feeling like that <laughs> like you don't you're trying to keep your mind off of it but you're sore and you know you got to get up for shoot around and because you got another game tonight that kind of feeling are, are you the most sore early in the season late in the season mid-season when it just feels like the season's dragging on well i think i think by mid-season you know there's two things that you're anticipating one you're anticipating the all-star break where you just kind of get a little time to woosah and decide on if you want to take a trip somewhere or you just want to get away it's got to be short though or you go to the all-star game and just kind of fellowship with guys but just kind of take your mind off basketball because you're not participating in it in any form so you have some of that time and then by the end of the season, if you're making a playoff push and a run, it gets pretty intense. So you kind of get ramped up a little bit. The games get real, you know, more meaningful. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, it just depends on kind of where you're sitting in the, do you have an opportunity to move up? You know, are you cool where you're at? 
then you can kind of relax a little bit because you know you're kind of set on where you're going to be and prepare your mind for the playoffs. So, yeah, it's just one of those type of things. If you are listening or watching right now, more likely you found us on our stream brought to you by Sutter Heyman Jewelers. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter are the outlets for that as well as Allo Channel 951. If you're on social media, you can comment. It pops across our screen. We see it. If you are more comfortable texting, uh, 402-464-5685. We will need you to call in about half an hour. We'll play the shootout with Strick, even though we're on stream. And there will be 30 bucks Buffalo Wings and Rings available for you. Uh, Strick, the basketball and the soreness, I think, is a great lead into our first topic of the day. I wanted to run this one past you. You play basketball, not slam ball. We talked about a little bit at the end of uh, Happy Hour with Nick and Rico. But it, it crossed my Twitter feed when Marshawn Lynch tried to duck. This man jumped on the trampoline a few times, kind of flailed around, and I thought he was about to snap his left knee in half. Like, that landing was so, so bad. Like, mm -hmm. Marshawn Lynch is a former pro athlete. Like that, that dude's an athlete. Might not always look like it, you know, as big and portly as he is, but that was an athlete, beast mode. We know what Marshawn Lynch can do, but you take him out of his element on the football field and even just move him to a trampoline. It's crazy how out of place he looked there. I mean, that is the thing. I tell people that all the time. It's tough to, uh, whatever you do well at, like for example, so many, there are, there are a lot of people that are, couch potatoes and guys who are uh monday night quarterback or like uh you know what's the what's the word armchair they call quarterback it? yeah armchair mm -hmm. quarterbacks and you got uh you got uh kitchen gms and <laughs> stuff like that right everybody in their in, in some form or fashion believes that they can do it it's 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 totally different when the lights turn on and you're trying to step in another element this is why when i go and play golf uh i've learned that i don't get as much i don't get as frustrated as i used to because I haven't perfected it to the point because I don't practice it to that same level that mm -hmm. others do. There are other NBA athletes and other NFL athletes. They practice. They get out there and put extra time in and, you know, work on certain shots. Mm -hmm. I actually can play pretty well for not practicing. That's probably the athletic side of me. But when I miss putts that are five feet, eight feet, I look at the pros and I see them missing those same putts, four feet. And then I get I get excited. I'm like, well, dang. They're, they're just like me. They're human. You know, they <laughs> they miss too, right? But then it's tough, depending on what the sport is, it would be tough for me to jump on a tennis court and then say that, uh, I don't care if it's Serena Williams, that I can return her serve. It gets worse when you're talking about going with Federer or somebody like that, because you're talking about the speed of the serve. And like, it, it, it it's, they're they're tremendously gifted to be able to do those types of things right mm -hmm. that's their realm that's where they spend their time same thing would be no different in in any other sport um like i think i could be an okay defender because i got pretty good footwork if i'm playing soccer soccer but the footwork that some offensive guys like Messi and those guys mm -hmm. the time that they put in to be that good there's no way that i could jump out there and do that right mm -hmm. so that's why i say Jumping in the slam ball just because it is a trampoline. It's something that most of us don't get on <laughs> in most instances. Some people have them in their backyard. I wasn't, I didn't have the pleasure to do that. I would say that it would probably be difficult to me to do it. Just like when those guys are talented and doing the halftime game things on those trampolines jumping, you've seen people try to do that and they fall flat on their face. It's because it's techniques involved to doing that type of stuff. I could never go out and do a dive and swimming. I can never, you know, so know your lane, know what you're good at. But then in, as far as athletes are concerned, there's other things that we can do okay, but we still struggle at. 
one thing you mentioned as we were talking about this before the show was guys get scared. They're not used yeah, to being up that high. Like, high. I don't know if Marshawn Lynch has ever gotten up 10, 11 feet in the air yeah. like he was. Is there anything like that feeling of your first dunk or getting up that high? What's what's it like? How do you get used to that? Um, My first dunk I was in eighth grade. My Well, my first actual dunk was in seventh grade with the volleyball because mm-hmm. I could I could hold it. Yeah. And I was uh, I ended up trying out for track and did something that I couldn't do and ended up breaking a record for it. I think that record still stands. I don't know how, um, <laughs> but it still stands at Mission Junior High. I went out and ran track and, you know, jumped like uh, I want to say it was like almost six, five in the high jump in the high jump. Woo, something tricky. Like that. Get up. I have to look at it, but it's something like, yeah, but I, I, I was able to do that. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At, at a young age and with no, my technique sucked. Like, <laughs> I was just leaping over the bar. I didn't have that super arch like some of those guys have where they they arch their back and it just goes over real pretty. I just was powering over the joint, right? <laughs> Same thing with shot put. They just said, hey, you know, try this. And, you know, I didn't have the greatest technique, but I had some enough technique and, you know, ended up breaking a record, slinging it out there pretty well. And then, um, you know, long jump, that record got broken. I'm glad about it. But that that's just because I was athletic, doing the same thing with, play, with wrestling. Wasn't super gifted, knew some a little bit of technique, went out there and ended up winning in eighth grade wrestling. You know, just sometimes you can cross over by using certain skills, using my speed, using the power, using those types of things to enable me to the disadvantages of the technique that I may lose at. And that's where the, that kind of consists. I mean, consists. Yeah, you mentioned that crossover. Let's say you're walking through. I don't know, Rucker Park, the local Y, and you see a bunch of football players or a bunch of baseball players playing pickup hoops. What are some of those skills that translate that you're like, okay, yeah, I can see the athleticism. And what are the things that non-basketball athletes struggle with most often on the basketball? Well, you'll see what you see most, most, um, what most players I think that are non-basketball players could do if they're an athlete is dunk because they're going to have verticals where it's just they're just going to power up there and dunk the ball right mm-hmm. that explosiveness um, aspect yeah oh yeah you you footwork uh definitely for db so defensively that you can see some translation there um what you you'll see for like baseball players or guys like that there'll be a cerebral aspect to them where they're kind of surveying the land seeing what guys are doing what they're trying to accomplish where guys are strong at you know, you'll kind of get those type of observations probably from a baseball guy. You also get the physical aspect from basketball, I mean, from football guys where they'll put more body on you, more shoulder on you. You know, they'll lean on you a little bit more and try mm-hmm. to use their physicality parts. This is why I think basketball was good for me is because um, I used every aspect of the sports that I played and loved and incorporated that into my basketball game. Right. So that's the, what the made physicalness from football, hitting people, the vision and the, the thinking ahead to play well, point guard from baseball. Yeah. 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 The cerebral thinking multiple steps ahead, mm-hmm. seeing what they're doing, 
play recalls are also tremendous as well. But on top of that, with football being a, a, a linebacker safety type, um, that part of it outside of the physical helped to be able to understand lineups, um, sets that they're running and I'm watching film, understanding where they're trying to get to so I could be ahead of them defensively. I may be able to anticipate for a steal. So those types of things would be able to translate. Can you tell what sport someone plays by looking at their jump shot? Hmm. Probably not because there are actually some, some uh, like, for example, Allen Iverson was a tremendous football player. Like right. he probably could have went and did anything in football. He was that gifted and that good. LeBron James, probably the same, you know, he could have been a tremendous receiver tight end uh, could have dominated just, and you can see those things in certain instances where they get out on fast breaks. Like when you see LeBron take off on a fast break, you can say that sucker could have been a, tremendous tight end right mm -hmm. or Allen and his shiftiness you can see the quarterback elements of him with him and in, in some of the control and the, the shiftiness and the fluidity that he operated in you can see that you know football could translate for him right mm -hmm. I can't say necessarily for a baseball player um where that would translate to basketball I, I, I think that's a rare one you know, that's that's one that's where you can see football players and basketball players. A lot of that has to do with the time frames of the games. But it's I, I've, I've I, I could actually see in, that it's pretty rare. Now, I will say that Deion Sanders was one of the ones that base basketball was actually his love. Hmm. He just was that good at football and then baseball. He was tremendous at. So when you talk about all around super athletes of all time, you have to look at Bo Jackson. You have to look at. You know, guys like, um, you know, Dion and, and, and those levels of guys that <laughs> no matter where you put them on the freaking court, because Dion could actually play Charlie Ward. Mm -hmm. uh, Dion could actually play like I've actually played against him and watched him. You can tell he had a little stroke on him, you know, a little shifty, give you some work. And then he could defend you. Yeah. Yeah. That leads me then to this question, too. You hear the stories all the time of NFL teams specifically shutting their quarterbacks down saying, nope, you can't go play pickup hoops. I know on this show, we're huge proponents of multi-sport athletes. And I'm sure these guys, you know, grew up playing multiple sports, but do you think teams should, you know, keep holding their athletes back from, you know, playing a different sport in the off season? Or do you think that it would be beneficial even at the pro level for them to, you know, get a couple games of hoops in? I understand why they don't, don't allow it. Mm -hmm. um, you've seen instances where guys, they would do it and then they'd come back with some form of an injury, an ankle or uh, something like that. The thing about um, playing a sport outside of the sport that you you do is everybody believes that they can take you. So what ends up happening when you play against guys that don't understand how the game works there might be undercutting situations you go baseline you see rim you, you might go up to bang it but guys are going so hard they may go over try to take a charge on you and then they end up like literally hurting you mm -hmm. so you have to really be careful like we we had to get to a point where we were just careful about who we played with like we would we would be careful not to just go to the lifetime fitness or go to um you know any of the other types of gyms mm -hmm. and play just regular ball because guys they's like yeah yeah i, I can handle him you know what i mean I played Juco, and they I end up him. playing extra hard so that's why like in those situations if i ever do do that i would literally just shoot jumpers i would just work on 
passing. I would work on pick and roll stuff. I would work on mid range. I would work on, you know, spot ups. I wouldn't be overly intent in attacking the basket because guys are reaching they, they They may, you know, hurt thumbs and hands and all kinds of stuff. So I would leave that alone. Did you ever see one of your NBA brethren get hurt doing that? Um, yeah, I've seen guys undercut, like what you see. And I've seen fights jump off because what you see is, you know, a guy like will have a break and he's literally by himself. Those situations, if you you understand the game, you leave them alone. You know, these guys are hustling down, trying to reach and trying to, you know, block the shot and foul and then end up, you know, knocking the guy over. And sometimes they get back up, but sometimes, you know, there's a little little tenderness uh, in some of the uh, some part of their body. For sure. He's Eric Strickland. I'm Moss Norman. You're listening to On the Block here on 93.7. The ticket, the video stream version for now. Uh, the streams are up and running with the Royals on the radio. And Big Bird, we appreciate you texting in. You're on the app. Download the 93.7 The Ticket app for your phone. It is completely free. No charge to you. It is the easiest, most consistent way uh, to live with the ticket. If you're out of town, if you're out of state and our signal doesn't reach to you, pull up the app. Plug it into your car. You can listen to it just the same. It's the easiest way to do that. Um, make sure you have it. Big things coming with the app as well. We're going to step aside for our first break of the show. When we get back, we'll welcome Nick back in here uh, for what we teased in the crossover, building our dream Major League Baseball infield. Strick is getting guys from the 90s and the 2000s. Nick and I constructed our uh, four-man infields with a catcher from the 2010s and 2020s. If you want to play along, uh, either comment or text the show, 402 464 5685. Again, pick a decade, your favorite decade. Give us a catcher, first baseman, second baseman, third baseman, and shortstop, and we'll read those off as we continue on the block. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.